The Boston Bruins are on a four-game winning streak after a weekend victory over the San Jose Sharks. And it's really time to start mentioning Jeremy Swayman's name in the Calder Trophy conversation. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, February 28th, and this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I hope you all had a great weekend. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Ruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. So please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to follow along on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan. And I've been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years now. Over the weekend, the Bruins extended their winning streak to seven, no, seven, four games uh, with a victory over the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they have begun this Western Conference road trip with two straight wins, uh, coming off a big win over the Colorado Avalanche last week and then a victory over the Ottawa Senators before that. They'll be in action tonight and tomorrow night, back-to-back in Southern California, taking on the Los Angeles Kings and the Anaheim Ducks. It was Jeremy Swayman who stood tall in the game against San Jose, making a late, unbelievable save off the stick of uh, Thomas Hurdle. And, uh, you know, he called it a hope and a prayer, put the glove up and it worked. And, um, you know, Bruce Cassidy called it an all world save at the end there. The Bruins needed it. They were clinging to a two, one lead. The timing was perfect. There wasn't much room. Even the goal they gave up was not a dangerous shot. Just found its way in. The Bruins played a pretty solid defensive game all around. And, uh, you know, ahead of Saturday's game, Cassidy was asked about Swayman's run of success since returning from Providence earlier this month uh, with Tuka Rask retiring. Cassidy said that to his eye, Swayman appears to be taking hold of the number one spot between the pipes. And his performance on Saturday didn't shift that, I'm sure. Uh, Cassidy said he's getting better and better again, a few, uh, puck plays. They've got to talk to him more and increase their efficiency on breakouts. But in terms of stopping the puck, he looks square all night. Some traffic around the front of the net when he's recovering well now, 
a lot of good in his game. Um, Swayman said they want both players, he and Linus Allmark, to compete for the number one job. Only going to help the team, and that's all he wants to do. Uh, they both try to keep it really simple. And when they get the chance to play, they want to do whatever they can to make the team better. They're really supportive of each other, obviously. Uh, and it's a really good thing that they've got going. Ever since he went down, he said he's really emphasized taking the positives from the day before, high or low, the days that are good and bad, making sure it's a new day. He understands the sun rises every day as a new day for a new opportunity. Jeremy Swayman, always the optimist. And in November, he has been just unreal. Uh, if you look at his game-by-game stats, over the month of November, he is 4-1-1 one, one with a 9.51 save percentage. Uh, that's just insane. He had a bit of a bump in his first game back, uh, allowing uh, a couple goals in limited time against the Dallas Stars on January 30th. But since then, uh, he's been lights out for the season. 12, 7, and 3 with a 926 save percentage. And it got me thinking that he really should be in the conversation for the Calder Trophy. If you look back to uh, last season, Alex uh, Nadelovich was a finalist, came in third for the Calder Trophy. He appeared in 23 games went 15, 5, and 3 with a 932 save percentage. So far this season, uh, Swayman has appeared in 23 games, 12, 7, and 3 record with a 926 save percentage. So he's not that far off uh, Nadelovich's numbers from last season when he was a uh, Calder Trophy finalist. And if you go back over the course of Swayman's career, 931 save percentage over 33 games, 19, 10, and 3. So the Bruins have 30 games left. He could get up to 40 starts. Uh, he would need 18 starts over those 30 games. So as Cassidy's saying, Swayman looks like he's emerging as the number one. He could get the bulk of the starts down the stretch. And if he's able to maintain these numbers, uh, certainly he should be in the Calder Trophy uh, conversation. When you look at the other uh, top rookies in the league, obviously you have to give an edge to uh, Lucas Raymond. 15 goals, 27 Assists for 42 points for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Michael Bunting with the Maple Leafs got 40 points. Trevor Zagras, the Ducks, 39 points in 49 games. Uh, my guy right now would probably be Moritz Sider, the defenseman for the Detroit Red Wings, 39 points in 53 games, uh, playing heavy minutes for Detroit. Uh, so perhaps the vote might be split a bit between Raymond, Sider, uh, Zagras, kind of the trendy guy, is very exciting. Um, but 
I really do think that Swayman belongs in the conversation, especially if he gets up to 35, 40 starts and he continues to maintain uh, this high level of play. Uh, probably won't be as good as he's been in February, but you know, 925-ish save percentage uh, should certainly get the job done. Anyways, Jeremy Swayman, uh, I would expect he'll get one of the starts here in the um, next couple games against the Kings or the Ducks. Uh, they'll likely split those games, uh, so he'll have an opportunity to uh, keep it going against uh, two teams in the playoff race. Uh, although Los Angeles right now in a playoff position, Anaheim is not. So I wouldn't be surprised if Swayman goes tonight and then they go back to Allmark uh, tomorrow night. Before we move on, a quick word about Built Bar. Uh, I highly recommend that you try the Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't given them a shot, you're really missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Uh they're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And they're low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bar with these. They're a better option. Typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. At Built.com, you can see the macros. Most Built bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. They have so many delicious flavors. And you can go to Built.com right now, put together a box, and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Uh, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I wanted to mention just one final note about uh, Jeremy Swayman. Not only is he far and away the best rookie goaltender in the NHL, one of the best rookies in the NHL, but when it comes to all goaltenders who have played at least uh, 20 games this season, he is among the league leaders when it comes to uh, save percentage. You have uh, Igor Shosturkin, who is Vesna Trophy favorite, Hart Trophy candidate. Uh, Vili Husso, who's only played 20 games. He's got a 935 save percentage. Frederick Anderson in Carolina, 930. And then Jeremy Swayman with a 926 save percentage. If you kick it back to last season, among all goalies in the NHL, Jeremy Swayman, uh, among all goalies who have played at least 
20 games. Uh, we'll see what happens if we kick it up to 30 games. Uh, yeah, he still tops with a 931 save percentage. Again, small sample size, but he has been excellent in his NHL career and deserves some Calder Trophy consideration. Probably deserves to at least be a finalist. Now, Brad Marchand gave Swayman plenty of support. Just a second game after returning from a six-game suspension, he scored two goals, added an assist, and uh, also had eight shots on goal to earn the Big Bear of the Night honors here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. It's nice when you score, he said, but he was just happy with how he felt. Uh, He had the six games off. He also just welcomed a new uh, daughter, Rue. Congratulations to the Marchand family. Um, He said there's a lot of things that went against him for his conditioning level. Uh, Missing two weeks is tough. But he was really happy with how things felt in this game against the Sharks. And it's the excitement uh, to getting back with the group when you're away. Added to it as well. So hard to be away from the team for that long and not play. When you get back, you almost feel like you have something to prove for the guys and you want to be good for them. Still a bit of a learning curve getting back into it. Again, welcoming a new child, traveling across the continent. uh, And it makes it a lot easier when you win it's the most important thing uh the jake debrusque on the top line experiment continued and he sent a beautiful cross ice feed to marshan on a two-on-one to set up that goal taylor hall then set up the uh second goal on that one um He said, when you take care of little details, good things happen. Uh, Both Jake and Taylor made a hell of a play. Uh, Not a lot of room to make those passes. And um, he called Taylor Hall a very gifted player. Made a highly skilled play there to put uh, them in the lead. And um, yeah, he did a great job. Interesting that it was two left-hand shots feeding Marchand on those uh, one-timers. It's, uh, I guess, a testament to the glut of talent they have on the left side. Be nice to get a natural right-hand shot on the right side on the top line. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, as I talked about on Friday, kind of boosting his trade value here. Um, And we'll see how long this continues with the trade deadline. Only three weeks away um marshan said that without pasternak skating on the top line it provides him an opportunity to fire more pucks on net he has 15 shots over his last two games um he said when pasta is not out there he does have more of a shot mentality um he said jabraska is really good around the front Bergie's always around the front as well so It's about keeping it simple, getting pucks on net, and if someone's in the front to get the rebound, then then that's all the better. DeBrusque is now on a four-game point streak, four goals, one assist. Um, He said it's uh, obviously a joy to play with um, 
Brad Marchand, so much talent, so fast, so skilled, not to do a lot of good things on the ice when he's skating and competing. And it's great to see, fun to play with uh, when he's playing like this. Bergeron said Jake made a really nice play. Um, you know, they have kind of a read on James Reimer from his time with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was a net for the Sharks. If you can get him moving sideways, you have a great chance. And um, yeah, some great plays on those one-timers to get Reimer moving from side to side and to beat him uh, in that way. So the Bruins again, now in a four-game winning streak ahead of tonight's game against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Kings second in the Pacific. Uh, they've done a really good job of retooling, reloading, and um, I really do think that, yes, this might be one of the tougher challenges they face on this road Well, that's probably not true. On Thursday, they'll be playing Vegas. So it'd be nice to keep this winning streak going, and they'll have an opportunity to do so, like I said, tonight against uh, the Los Angeles Kings. Now, before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, football might be over, but college is in full steam for both pro and college ranks. And you can get all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, uh, also odds on where the next fired coach is going to be at betonline.net, the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, right to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Now check out the Locked On Fantasy Podcast, hosted by Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone. They help you become the expert of your fantasy league, free and available wherever you get podcasts. Now, like I mentioned, it is three weeks until the trade deadline, and the Bruins so far uh, standing pat. I'm sure Don Sweeney's making some calls here and there. But at the moment, uh, the only move they've made is, is picking up uh, Callahan from Arizona as more of a uh, a prospect uh, kind of guy. Um, Frank Saravelli of Daily Faceoff listed five trade targets to be uh, kind of depth players. That could add some real uh, punch to a contending team. Two guys I think the Bruins might be interested in are Brandon Hagel. Uh, left shot, who can play a right wing. He's currently playing for the Chicago Blackhawks. Two years remaining on his deal at a very manageable 1.5 million AAV. 14 goals, 13 assists. Um, not exactly sure why they would want to trade him he seems like a pretty good young uh piece but if he is available that would be a very wise savvy move for the boston bruins 
Two other guys I think they could be interested in, Alexander Texier in Columbus, as well as Lawson Kraus in Arizona. Uh, I still do think it would be cool to get Phil Kessel as the right-hand shot, uh, but I could see them um, possibly making a run at Kraus as well. He seems like a kind of a Nick Ritchie type, but more offensively uh, skilled and, and perhaps – Kraus is expendable now that Richie is in the mix. He scored for the Coyotes uh, the other day. Now, uh, what else is going on out there? I think that's pretty much it, really, for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. Keeping it short and tight here. Um, again, uh, the Bruins in action tonight against the Kings. Be a morning skate later on today. Um, and we'll get a sense of tonight's lineup whether or not Curtis Lazar could be back in action he missed the other night's game uh, due to injury Jesper Froden was in the lineup uh, for that one uh, yet to record his first uh, NHL point uh, yet to record oh sorry he has four shots on goal in two games so far this season uh, he played on the fourth line with uh, Nick Foligno and uh, Thomas Nosek. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you are all doing well. Obviously, the world right now is insane, but uh, we keep going here on the Lockdown Boston Bruins podcast, trying to give a bit of um, perspective, distraction here, and, uh, yeah, just keep talking about this team. Uh Kings, 8-1-1 in their last 10 games. They are, like I said, loaded with some good young talent, but they also have their um, reliable star players in Andre Kopitar, uh, leading the team in scoring with 50 points in 53 games. Drew Doughty's having a very good season, 30 points in 34 games. Uh, Jonathan Quick's having a bit of a resurgence as well. Not sure who will be starting, but um, also some very good young players. Adrian Kempe, uh, Victor Arvidsson having a good season. Philip Deneau, who came over from the Canadians. Arthur Kaliev, guy worth watching as well. Uh, so it could be a very tough game for the Bruins tonight. First of a back-to-back as they'll play tomorrow against the Ducks. On tomorrow's podcast, we will, of course, talk about tonight's game, preview tomorrow's game, and uh, get you caught up on all things black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.